0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following Stevie Richards It's a brand new year, so make a brand new you by joining the SRF Resistance today. Russo's Brand.com. Get the real shoot from the most controversial personality in wrestling, Vince Russo. ProWrestlingTees.com. Get the coolest merchandise from your favorite independent pro wrestling talents worldwide. Head over to ProWrestlingTees.com and enjoy your 20% discount for the first five days of the new year. And support indie wrestling today. GetAgerGold.com. The online subscription service that delivers gold discreetly to your front door. Grow your gold stash using the affiliate link backslash horseman to start your subscription. Make sure to follow them on Twitter at acre and tell them the Hami Media Group sent you for an opportunity to win a free gold bar.
1: I have dry bars, all so dry, they explode like dust. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? Bad one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck bad bath. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls.
0: Suck my balls
1: in your hairy, hairy, balls. Suck my balls in hairy, balls in hairy, balls. What is that? It's my balls! <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to suck my balls? <laughs> What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... <coughs> How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Gertie? Holy shit, dude. If they could see me now, that little guy of mine. I'm eating fancy chow and drinking fancy wine. I'd like those stumble
2: bums to see for a fan. The kind of top job for sweet chums I
3: And gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls, a South Park review. I'm your host, one of the most who lives on the West Coast, your boy MSG Matthew Schaefer Gage. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew Schaefer. I am joined here by my co host, he is always constantly talking about something, ladies and gentlemen. This man's
4: name is Steve Johnson. How is how is
2: Steve? What's going <laughs> on?
4: You know, another day in paradise, baby. Yes.
3: Yes, sir. We are here. We are ready. Did you have a fabulous uh, Christmas holiday yes. season?
5: As you can see, I'm rocking a Christmas present right here. Beautiful robe. It's
3: super nice <laughs> it would be better if it was i don't know maybe orange like <laughs> kenny who just had one giant kenny robe
5: dude that'd be sweet
3: right oh man it's probably out there merch
5: idea merch idea Uh-oh. suck
3: my balls hoodies yes but that's a great distance down the line let's talk about this episode so this is the uh technically the episode where we're going to be speaking on. If you saw the title, you're probably asking yourself, well, wait a second. Technically, Volcano was episode two, and Weight Gain was episode three. Yes, you are right. That is how it was originally aired. However, we would argue that technically Weight Gain 4000 is episode two. I mean, it was produced first. It was the, sh- it was the episode that got the show picked up because Cartman gets an anal, anal probe actually tested very poorly with audiences. So comedy central came back to Matt Stone and Trey Parker and said, you got to produce another episode before we even think about picking up this show, this series. So they went ahead and they produced Wake gate 4,000 and they enjoyed it. And that's how they picked up the show. So waking 4,000 was the first episode to use the computer animation and graphics itself. And it, if you go to southpark.cc.com, they have this episode listed as episode one. I'm sorry, episode two of season one. So in our minds,
5: this is episode
3: two. What do you think, Scoop?
5: Yes, I agree. Since, I mean, it's the second episode that went into production. So we have to follow the production list. You know, we got, it's, we just, got it. it's only fair.
3: We have to. We have to yeah. follow the timeline that is South Park, right? Yes. We're going to go. Exactly. start started with the shorts, then we have to follow this concurrently. Exactly. And, and, ladies and gentlemen, just so you're aware, we we appreciate you tuning in here to the, the Suck My Balls podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Suck My Balls Pod. You can find us on Facebook at South Park Pod. I can't believe I picked that up, bro. It was just sitting around. I don't know how we got that. You can,
5: I I don't, That's so awesome. That's
3: so good. That's a great one. And when you type in at South Park pod, then it changes to suck my balls. <laughs> yes. It's great. <laughs> it changes. It's awesome. Uh, and then on Instagram, it. we're at uh, su- uh, suck my balls pod. I think that's no south. Yeah. Suck my balls pod on Instagram. You can email us questions, ideas. If you want to maybe be a guest, if you have uh, any insight, onto the south park show if you are i don't know a brand artist and you want to you know advertise your product or brand and you know we could do a little quid pro quo barter you share our podcast and social media with your platform we are totally available and ready and willing to suck your balls <laughs> so come on down yes. to south park with us and you can of course join us on anchor.fm slash suck my balls slash support if you want to support the show and you can also find us on Spotify, Suck My Balls, and on Homie Media Group and Voices of Misery Podcast, soon to be on iTunes and Google Play and all that when they eventually um, approve it. It takes a while during the holidays. Spotify is just instantaneous, so we're on Spotify right away. But you can find us on Homie Media Group and on Voices of Misery Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, Cartman's Anus, I don't know, wherever you get your digital downloads, you can find us pretty much there just typing in SUCK My all right. So in this episode, as we kind of discussed uh, there to start off, uh, the resulting script for Wakey Game 4000 helped the network decide to pick up this show. And although Wakey Game 4000 was the second episode to be produced, it was originally broadcast as a third episode. It was also the first South Park episode created completely using computers rather than construction paper. So although some reviewers criticized the episode for its profanity and other material deemed offensive at the time of its original broadcast. Several others felt weight gain 4,000 was a significant improvement over the pilot, particularly for its satirical element of regarding American consumerism, guns, uh, and as well as the episode introduced recurring characters such as Jimbo Kern, Mayor McDonald's, baby,
4: thank you baby, thank you baby,
3: Clyde Donovan, thank <laughs> you baby. Uh, the show's portrayal of kathy lee gifford was also the first time a celebrity was spoofed as a made fun of if you will um also if you noticed in the first episode of uh south park did you notice there was a um an easter egg about kathy lee
5: who uh
3: So, in the first one of the episode, there was a message that says, I'm not positive, but I think Kathy Lee Gifford is much older than she claims to be. <laughs> so, that, that breadcrumb was left in the first episode. In the second episode, uh, if you look at the back of the chalkboard, there's some Spanish profanity. Did you see that? Yes. Chupa mi titis. <laughs> There's some other stuff that I don't want to butcher, but that was the easiest, uh, tra- uh, you know, t- translation or I guess, uh, uh, enunciation that I could uh, uh, proliferate here <laughs> on the podcast. So, uh, like we mentioned, you know, the plot starts off South Park Elementary teacher Mr. Garrison announces
4: that Eric Cartman is super sweet. And, uh, mm-hmm.
6: Alan has won the school's Save Our Fragile Planet essay report. One of our very own South Park students has won the national prize.
1: Wow, I knew I would win.
6: Gosh, Mr. Garrison, this sure is exciting. That's right, Mr. Hat. The winner of the national Save Our Fragile Planet contest is... Eric Cartman.
2: What? What?
3: Much to the anger of his classmate... Wendy Testerberger, fuck you, Wendy. (laughs) Uh, Um, of course Garrison announces that apparently his essay was selected out of one million people, and that uh, Wendy initially thought she was going to win. Right? She was like, "Oh my!" She's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to win! I win!" And then she didn't. And then she gets upset. She asks Cartman, "You know what was your essay even about?" And Cartman's like. Uh, I don't, er, I, I don't know, or whatever, or something like that. I forget exactly what he I said, can't but...
1: What did you write about, Cartman? Uh, you know, this and that. He doesn't even know what he wrote about! What was your paper about, Wendy? My paper was on the suffering of bottlenose dolphins. Well, you see, you shouldn't have written a paper about dolphins. Dolphins are stupid. Dude, dolphins are like the second smartest animal on the planet. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. If they're so damn smart... How come they get caught in those fishing nets all the time?
4: Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't tell you.
3: I can't tell you. Guy. Um, uh, that's right. And then when he's like, see, he doesn't even know what he wrote about. <laughs> and then, and then Cartman's like, well, what did you write about? And she's like, I wrote about dolphins. Oh, no, Stan asks, what'd you write about? And she says, I wrote about, uh, dolphins, right? Like saving the dolphins. And then Cartman's
4: like, see? <laughs> <laughs> That's <what> you <laughs> if dolphins yeah, are smart, you're so smart. are ready and dolphins are so smart. Why do they get caught in fishnets? <laughs> <laughs> um, so
3: Mister Garrison directs. Uh, Mister Garrison basically says that because of Cartman winning this contest, Kathy Lee Gifford will be visiting South Park and will be presenting Cartman with his award. For winning the contest, and then it goes in kind of like to an inner monologue of Garrison. Kathy Lee
4: <laughs> coming to South Park.
3: Um, so we get we'll we'll go through that here. This backstory that Mr. Garrison has a vendetta against Kathy Lee Gifford. That was basically kind of like the A plot, I would say, more or less, of this storyline mm-hmm. of Garrison. Right, and then the B plot yeah. was Cartman trying to bulk up, and then <laughs> Wendy
4: being B-K- the K- C plot. Beg, I'm
3: gonna get super um, so, <laughs> and the c plot is Wendy trying to figure out how Cartman actually won. So, the rest of the town becomes a flurry of excitement upon learning that celebrity television host Kathy Lee Gifford will come to South Park. Uh, Mayor McDaniel's plans to host a big event. To showcase the town with hopes of furthering her own career you know her her aides are like
6: maybe you could be a senator maybe you could be a state senator mayor we should decorate the town square then we should have the chef of the school cafeteria sing a song
2: and play up the ethnic diversity of our town that's right he's a black guy isn't he
6: black is the night itself mayor
2: yes and we can even have the children of south park put on a little play Kathy Lee loves children.
6: If they're working in a sweatshop, that is. Oh! <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Um, and then Mr. Garrison is directing the rehearsals for the play with the school children. So, uh, you know, right off the bat, <laughs> Garrison's play is so barbaric. And I mean barbaric in the sense where he's like, he actually shows what happened during the initial conquest of the Pilgrims
5: and the Native Americans. Now, in yeah. that scene, doesn't a kid die, too? Like, he starts bleeding from the head. I mean... This is the
1: story of South Park. It begins over a hundred years ago when the noble and hardy Oot Indians lived on the land.
2: Oh, don't they look adorable?
1: Then, from the east, came the great white pioneers. Ah!
2: My God!
5: You can only assume <laughs> we have to
3: assume that that kid is dead. Yes, um, he's no longer, you know, no longer with us. Uh, but yes, they they they're pretty barbaric in it. Uh, it's kind of funny. Like it starts off all like very like uh, chill, you know, and they're playing. and There's some Native American music playing in the background, and then all of a sudden, like, and then the pilgrims came, and there, and you just see like Stan, Clyde, Kyle, they all run out. Ah! Take the guns and they're smashing over the kids' heads. <laughs> <laughs> Die! <laughs> Die! <laughs> and you see uh, the mayor, like, you know, is like, Mr. She's Garrison. horrified. You. She's like, Do you really think this is acceptable? And he's like, Well, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? This is what We're really happened. So, uh, you know, we also kind of learn in this episode that Mr. Garrison's puppet. Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat. That's a bad Mr. Hat. Mr.
4: Hat.
3: Oh, Mr. Mr. Hat. It's basically his inner conscious, if you will. Uh, He's the the hooded little Kermit. (laughs) 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 Right? So, basically, after that happens, after he gets, you know, uh, dismissed from the play, uh, you know, he basically gets... Fired for bad mouthing Gifford because she's like, "Do you think this would be acceptable for Kathy Lee Gifford?" And he's like, "The hell is Kathy Lee Gifford?" The <laughs> and, hell and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's like a crowd around that wasn't there before, and they just show up just so they can go. <gasps> and he's like, "Oh my god, what did I say?" And there's some guy in the background. He said, "To hell with
4: Kathy Lee Gifford!"
3: Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> All these people just freaking like show up out of nowhere. But you know, what's interesting though is we, I, we might've glossed over this or we might not even talked about it. Did we talk about, did it happen before or after this, that, that Garrison recalls what happened with him and Kathy Lee Gifford, how she beat him? Was that before the this um, scene?
5: No, that's after the play scene. He, re- he recounts that whole thing, how he was on the stage and then she used two puppets and the whole dancing <laughs> behind. <laughs> she threw a boss with two. Two puppets. So okay,
3: so they're at the talent show. They're at the talent show, and Mr. Garrison's out there with, and it's like a Mr. Garrison full-grown head on a little boy body. So they didn't even bother to like put some hair on him, which is hilarious. No, no.
5: Who's there, Mr. Orange? Uh, Orange, yeah. Orange, you happy? I say banana or something. Right, that's exactly what the joke was. And then the crowd's like, kind of like slovenly like clapping. There's, right? there's one guy. It's just like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the judges throw up a decent score. You know, they throw up yeah, some yeah. sevens
5: and eights, you know, a couple, like maybe a nine, one nine. Eight, like a 7.5, and like another
6: 8.9. Something like so he that. Goes,
3: right, right. So he goes backstage and he's all like, I think we might
6: actually win this, Mr. Hat. Why are you looking at me like that, Mr. Hat? Have you forgotten about all the pain and suffering that Kathy Lee Gifford caused you? M- Mr. Hat, that was a long time ago, and, and I was only a child. We could have won that talent show. We could have been huge. <laughs> knock, knock, Mr. Hat. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange you glad I didn't say banana. Thank you.
5: Mr. Then, hey, and, uh,
6: win.
3: Uh, <laughs> Kathy Lee comes out and she sings her along if they could see me now na, 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 and she's got one na, puppet na, na, on na, her na. hand and then all of a sudden in the like the curtains open up there's a choir of dancing like females and guys I don't know what those what are those girls in um, Vegas called showgirls Yes, there's some showgirls and show guys guys and shows. They're all behind him, right? And then all of a sudden, she pulls up two puppets, like another puppet, just to, like, throw it in his fucking face, like, yeah. fuck you, I can do it with two puppets. And throws her voice
4: in two different directions.
3: <laughs> and they give her perfect tens. And yes. that's what leads to her victory and ultimately... Her stardom, so Mr. Garrison feels that had he won that contest, he would be a celebrity, he would be a star, and he wouldn't be stuck in the podunk town of South Park. Yep. So he's all upset. Uh, He he goes into a store and he purchases a large rifle.
6: It happened again, didn't it? Now we do things my way. I can't kill her, Mr. Hat. You're going to have to do it
3: <laughs> from Jimbo's gun shop. So he walks in and Jimbo is like, is this for, uh, uh, what does he say? Is this for protection? Is this for, uh, uh, hunting? No, he says, this is for hunting protection or other. And, and, and he's like, other, <laughs> other. <laughs> he's like, Oh, what you're going to need is this rifle gun. So he shows him the first one. Go, does no. the hole in
6: front this does the whole.
3: Right, you talking to me? You talking to me? And he gives him another gun. Gives him another gun, and it's the third one. He's got this one just has like a wood finish on it. That's the only thing that's different. Yeah,
6: (laughs) that's That's the one. You talking to me? I don't see anybody else around here. So you must be talking to me. I'll take it. So it's
3: interesting. This was realistically, if you, I mean, between this episode and Volcano, they really introduced the idea that Americans love their guns,
5: right? Yes. And then the consumerism, the whole, we're just basically sucking the teat of consumerism pretty much.
3: Now, did you, do you think that when they initially wrote that, they had that idea in mind, but they were just like, fuck it, give the
5: kids guns. (laughs) I want to say it's a little bit of both. Once they were writing it at that first, they're like, fuck it, let's give kids guns. And they're like, oh, whoa look like we got something here you know so what uh, that, i feel like that's what a lot of it is is them just like losing the mindset writing it and then like, whoa actually look like we we can do this <laughs>
3: that's a good point that's a good point yeah i think that uh as we find out in season um what it, i think it's season Fourteen episode four and five, which is two hundred and two oh one, I want to say. That's the band ones. And I, I sent you over that link. and I know you eventually watched it where they actually have the unedited audio of what Kyle actually says. And, Everything. I learned something today. Everything can be solved with guns. So, like, guns itself are a huge theme, and they even call back to it later, right? With in the newer seasons, in season twenty-two, when the school shootings are happening. So, like, guns have always been a big part as far as this evolution in South Park. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even in the mm-hmm. next one, goes even further, or technically the one that came before this, whatever, however you want to view it. <laughs> Volcano. When we get to that one, Jimbo gives them guns. So, yeah, they go like, hunting jimbo is around guns because he owns a gun shop this is of course stan's uncle so meanwhile cartman is excited he's he's you know he's pumped he gets to appear on tv they're in class the mayor comes and visits the mayor tells him you know how about you get in shape so he's you know there he's outside school with the, his with stan kyle and kenny and uh you know stan's still pressuring him like you know how did you even win that contest why don't you tell us the truth and he's like I'm early,
4: I'm early, I really I really I I can't hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
5: he just he over and over, he's just I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm gonna be on
1: television. I'm gonna be on television. We don't believe for a minute that you won that contest fairly, fat boy. Uh, stop defending your little girlfriend for writing about some stupid fish. Dude, dolphins are intelligent and friendly. Intelligent and friendly on rye bread with some mayonnaise. Dolphins are way smarter than you, if they're so smart. Why do they live in igloos? Dolphins don't live in igloos. That's Eskimos. Dolphins, Eskimos, who cares? It's all a bunch of tree hugging hippie crap. Tell me what you wrote about. I can't. I have to go home and get in shape.
4: I can't tell you guys about that. I have to go home and work out so I can be on TV. <laughs> and I try dude, to get you again. And Sam's like,
3: <laughs> dude, you're going to go home and sit your fat ass on the couch and eat cheesy poops. <laughs>
4: Do you, no,
5: what is he what <laughs> does he call him though? He's like, ah, oh, man, I remember the first time I saw this, and I was like, uh the tree hugger. The sh- No, the shit shit shitmonger or something. Uh Stan calls when uh when they get into their first argument and uh Cartman walks off. Stan said when he's saying that you're gonna go you should go sit home on the couch. He calls him some fucking hilarious. Oh, what does he call him? Shit monster or something, dude. It's I got to go back and watch it and find it does funny. We'll drop it here in the podcast.
1: Yeah, right. You'll go and sit in front of the TV and eat cheesy poofs, ass master.
5: So
3: basically, Cartman does go home and he sits his fat ass on the couch. But before he does, he also does say to Kyle, Kyle says, or no, he says to Kyle, Dolphins are,
4: dolphins are idiots. <laughs> if they're just, mad, how come they live in the igloos? <laughs> and, Car-
3: and Stan's like, dude, dolphins don't live in igloos. But you know what? Oh, you know what? Fuck, we got to go back. What? No, it happened at the beginning of the episode. We forgot it. The rainbow line?
4: Oh.
1: (laughs) Did you see that rainbow this morning? Yeah, it was huge. Uh, I hate those things. Nobody hates rainbows. Yeah, what's there to hate about rainbows? Well, you know, you'll just be sitting there, minding your own business, and they'll come marching in and crawl up your leg and start biting the inside of your ass, and you'll be all like, Aye! Get out of my ass, you stupid rainbows! Carmen, what the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about rainbows. I hate those friggin' things. Rainbows are those little arches of color that show up during a rainstorm. Oh, rainbows. Oh, yeah, I like those. Those are cool. What were you talking about? Huh? Oh, nothing. Forget it. No. What marches in, crawls up your leg, Mm -hmm. and bites the inside of your ass? Mm -hmm.
3: So Cartman asks, basically he's sitting at home now on the uh on the you know the couch after he makes the igloo line. You know, he says, uh <speaking in> igloos are so smart, igloos. Car- iglo- Cart- uh, Cartman, dolphins don't live in igloos. Iglo- or Eskimos do. Eskimos
4: tree huggers hit me. I'm gonna go home and get in shape, now. know.
3: So the so he goes home, I that we just like saying it, but he goes home, he starts watching TV, okay? First off, Cartman's a fucking moron, okay? Because he doesn't watch this commercial, okay? So this guy comes on the TV, he goes, HEY! Hey,
4: do you
1: need to get in shape fast? Want to look your best? Tired of the other guys getting all the chicks? Are you tired of being a 90-pound weakling? Yeah, I only weigh 90 pounds. Then bulk up, quick! With weight gain 4,000! Yes! With over 4,000 grams of saturated
3: fat per serving, its patented formula is designed to enter the mouth and go directly to the stomach
4: where it is distributed to the bloodstream. Now available at stores everywhere. Get some today
6: and say it with me. Beefcake. 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 Beefcake! 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 May cause irreversible damage to the kidneys and liver. Do you need to get in shape real
4: fast? Well, now you can! With weight gain 4,000. It, it goes directly to the body in the bloodstream. And make sure that you bulk up. So say it with me. Beefcake. Beef, beefcake. 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 Beefcake.
5: beefcake. 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 <laughs> and as a nutritionist, when they came up with what's in it, like 4,000 grams of saturated fat, I was like, what? 4,000 grams saturated fat. You can get what you need. <laughs>
3: um but basically like okay let's explain let's break this down first of all when scoop says he's a nutritionist he does mean that scoop is a sexy young man who's just cut he's chiseled oh stop he's a, it he's a fine specimen and if he lived here i'd have him breaking me in every day anyway um Jesus in the gym in So, but basically, uh, you know, if Cartman, first of all, you watch the commercial, okay, the guys is clearly showing a skinny guy. Okay. So a skinny guy who needs to lose who needs to add on some weight. Now I imagine if you were training like a, you know, weightlifter or a professional bodybuilder, then. That would probably work for you. Wait, gain 4,000. But if you're a little 8-year-old boy who's already 75, 80 pounds, a big he's fat 90. ass. He's a big fat he's ass. He's
4: 90
3: pounds. Not yet. He'll, we'll, we'll get there. You know, he's, a, he's a big fat ass. And, you know He's already heavy. He doesn't understand that you got to work out and use that. But no, Cartman convinces his mother to go to the store and get him some weight Gain four thousand. So that was hilarious. Cartman's an idiot, and throughout this episode, he even gets fatter and fatter with it, concluding with him being the fattest piece of shit all around. But uh, back at school now, Wendy looks through Mr. Garrison's papers, <laughs> and this is great. Did you notice when she pulled out her paper? It said seventy-two percent. Nice attempt. If if dolphins are so smart, how come they don't? How come they live in igloos? <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Garrison thought that as well, Um, (laughs) or whoever graded it. Um, So Wendy does find it and finds out that uh, basically what Cartman did was he took a copy of Walden, written by Henry David Thoreau, and crossed out his name and just put Eric Cartman on it. And I guess the judges didn't care. They didn't check.
5: (laughs) I mean, yeah, it went through a whole thing, like out of millions of people. Out of millions of people, <laughs> it's it's just, ex- his name, his <laughs> he didn't even bother to print up like a new cover
2: or, or nothing, ex- just
5: X his name, hey. photocopy. There. <laughs> That's why you couldn't tell him,
4: right? I can't tell you
3: because <laughs> he doesn't even know what he wrote about. Um, while doing so, Mr. Garrison comes into the room and uh, you know, he says, uh, Oh, Mr. Hat, looks like when Kathy Lee gets here, she's going to get a real big surprise. And he pulls out his gun and says, bang,
6: right? And then Wendy's like, oh, no. Well, Mr. Hat, I guess old Kathy Lee really will be surprised when she gets here tomorrow. She beat us in the talent show all those years ago. And I think we owe her for that. Bang.
3: Um, So basically, Wendy learns that Mr. Garrison wants to assassinate Kathy Lee? Kathy Lee Gifford. What do you know of Kathy Lee Gifford?
5: So, this episode, th- this is a first- I-, I had to Google who she was. I never yeah. knew who Kathy, and, until I Googled her and I saw her face, I was like, oh, fuck, that's who that, that's who that is. She was on Good Morning with Kathy Lee and what's his, what's his nuts? Um,
3: so, she's basically best known for her 15 year run as Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Regis. That whore, that's right. But she was she was also on the fourth hour of NBC's Today Show from 2008 to 2019. So she's been on TV basically for the last thirty plus years. Yeah, you she's been know on TV I mean? a
5: long time.
3: Uh, but you know what? They really didn't make fun of her too bad in this episode. You you know what I mean? Like yeah, they really I didn't. they cut they, they kind of spoofed
5: her, but she she didn't really get hit on like hated on. And uh, if you didn't notice, she, th- is she like the only one that they don't use the actual picture of, which is the moving mouth? Well, that's you notice a good that, point. That's what they usually do with their celebrity spoofs is they usually got the celebrity's face with random smiles or whatever it is like uh, fucking uh, what's his uh, bucket? Um, the ones with um, Ben Affleck, Those what that one. He's, that was so hilarious. The way that he makes his <laughs> face. Big <laughs> effort. America.
3: Fuck yeah. Anyway, so after that, uh, Kathy the Gifford arrives and most of the town attends the this great event right at that point wendy is an outside of the stage or she's trying to convince the boys, stan kyle cartman any of them to come help her stop this assassination attempt right uh while that's going on mr garrison walks up
6: howdy mr garrison that's good thank you nice good mr garrison thanks uh, hello officer bar brady nice good thanks is there somewhere in town where I can get a good, clear shot or a view of Kathy Lee? Hmm. You know, I think the book depository would be a good bet. And he's, uh, like, walking
3: through town with his gun. And everyone's like, that's a nice gun, Mr. Garrison.
6: You got yourself a nice gun, Mr. Garrison.
3: Nice gun. He walks up to Officer Barbary, Officer Barbary, The cop in town. <laughs> <laughs> to where to can I get ball ball a good player. shot? Or er, a well, good, well, good spot to see? Well, for, well first he says, uh, you know. Uh, versus nice good, Mr. Garrison. <laughs> and <then> he says, <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, and Mr. Garrison says, oh, Officer Bar, oh, thanks. Officer Bar- Brady. where can I get a good shot? I mean, a good viewpoint, of Kathy Lee Gifford. And uh, Officer Bar- Brady's like,
4: I think the book depository would be a good place. The book depository, book depository. Anyway, thanks. So,
5: and then it gets to a scary building with just nothing around it, like the perfect sniper else. spot.
3: Nobody goes to the Book Depository. It also looks like the largest building in town. And why wasn't the Book Depository in any of the South Park video games?
5: Oh, good question. Just saying. Maybe once we finally get Matt and Trey on the show, we could ask them. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe so.
3: Uh, So Guilford arrives. Like I said, the most of town tends to the celebratory event. Now, uh, Wendy's trying to convince the boys to come help her. Cartman's like,
4: yeah. Wendy, you be on TV? And the boys are also excited
3: because they want to be on TV as well. And eventually, Wendy uses her pussy power. I mean, she uses her female intellect, her female persuasion <laughs> skills to convince Stan to come with her and help. Stan, I can really use your help. So Stan gets, you know.
5: I think Kyle goes, oh no, we're losing, oh, we're
3: losing him. Yep. So he's gone. He goes <laughs> off with Wendy. Meanwhile, to get this event started, Kathy Lee Gifford shows up, and we got uh, to open up the show, the opening act, Chef, and uh, Chef sings his uh, his sexual Sweet. song.
0: Thank,
2: Thank you, you, Mr. Mayor. You know, you know Kathy me. Lee, you, you are, are a very, very special, special woman. woman. I don't, I don't mean, mean special, special in a marital more way. Or, or special in an extra value meal at Happy Burger way. No, 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 no. I mean special, like the song of uh, the hummingbird as it gets ready to find that female hummingbird and make sweet love to it all night long. Just two hummingbirds moaning and, and groaning and letting their bodies caress and touch each other in ecstasy. Oh, Kathy Lee. How I'd love to lay you down and lick every inch of your body with my tongue. What, Kathy Lee? You're my sexual fantasy. What? How about you and me? Uh, uh, Thank you, Chef, for that heartwarming song. Sweet love. Thank you, Chef.
3: Anyway, uh, Mayor gets upset, breaks it up. Basically, Chef serenades Kathy Lee with his patented sexual delicacies. Um, so just as he's about to, um, fire, that is, uh, Mr. Garrison now back up in the, uh, whatever the, uh, book depository, you know, Kathy Lee Gifford is surrounded like by a glass jar. <laughs> Did you notice that? Like she doesn't even come <laughs> yeah, out. She's glass like
5: in a bubble. It's like, it's like a
3: glass bubble or a glass vase, if you will. Bulletproof vase. Um, which I thought was interesting. Because if you take a just a look from a, um, I don't know, from a an underlying message that, you know, A, uh, in 97 when they put this out, even then celebrities, right, were afraid to appear in front of people. And now in 2019, I would even venture to say it's much worse depending on what city you're in. Would you agree or disagree?
5: Um, I think, yeah, I think I have to agree.
3: I mean, there seems to be a a bit more gun violence now.
5: Yeah, like you don't you don't necessarily see like you did you used to see celebrities going out, you know, in big speeches and stuff. Now it's just closed off press conferences or whatever whatever you want to call them. Press, yeah, press conference is that what press releases I'm throwing, maybe? I'm throwing a press release yeah where you just have certain press and a bunch of cops or whatever well that's a
3: conference that's a press conference but i thought you maybe you meant like a press release where you just put out a statement on your social media website that
5: too that's what a lot of them do now or they'll like they'll have a homie in their house and they'll record a video and throw it on instagram yeah like a press release yeah that's what was that, that uh go ahead You see that a lot with, like, just recently, uh, Antonio Brown. He never came out in public; it was all through social media. You know, like it's you know, and then same with a whole bunch of other celebrities. It's always through social media.
3: Ah. Ah. Social social media has become the the vessel in which to communicate with others uh, on a day to day basis. I'd say, I'd say, if you're fortunate enough to abstain from it. Bless your heart, please continue to abstain from it. It's not I'm something I would recommend. So it's not something I would recommend. Uh, however, uh, I, you know we, I definitely use more social media I think for the media delivery like to actually like advertise or deliver said media. I don't really go into public forums and blurt out any of my opinions that could be considered controversial, right because I don't want to uh, create a, uh, a divide. With people who who are against or opposed for what I have to say, you know, for what I have to say. Um, So I thought that this interesting this episode demonstrated that, you know, you've got the celebrity behind the glass bubble who doesn't want to be harmed, but also is like it's they're there, but they're not there, which is really what social media is, right? Yeah, those people are there to connect with, but they're not; they're still behind
5: glass windows. We can almost associate that being in that glass bubble today as them being behind their phone making a major statement about something that they did or something that happened.
6: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I
3: mean, they were getting pretty deep there with that. I definitely see that on the celebrity side. Um, so, yeah, exactly. So they're upstairs now in the uh, book depository as Wendy and well, this is funny though because Wendy and Stan go up to Officer Bar Brady and they're like, "Hey, Officer Bar Brady, we're looking for Mister Carison We think he's going to kill somebody or kill Kathy Lee. Do you know where uh, he could be?" And then like you just see him have like a flashback, <laughs> Officer Barb Brady. He plays the, the, convers- the, the whole He plays the whole conversation
4: in his head. The book depository would be a good place. The book depository. The book, the book depository. The book depository. And then he's like, "I don't know, but I have to put out an APB for it right away." <laughs> so he's
0: an How idiot. Stupid.
4: <laughs> he doesn't. He
3: plays it in his ad, but doesn't know. All of a sudden, apparently, you know, if you just turn around, because that's what they did. Wendy and Stan just turned around, and there was the book depository. <laughs> so they go upstairs and. They, uh, you know, Garrison's telling himself, you're going to, you know, to Kathy Lee, he's, you know, muttering to himself, you know, um, you're uh, you're going to have to come out of your bubble sometime. And Wendy and Stan come up to try and stop him. And uh, well, Mr. Garrison first explains it's not really him.
6: It's Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat's the it's one Mr. Hat. Mr.
3: Hat. Mr. Hat.
6: Mr. Hat, children. Mr. Hat is the one who's upset and he's trying to kill Kathy Lee. And that's it. And that's, and that. no, you can't stop me. Ha, 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 ha. Right.
4: <laughs> and so they must eventually... die. But she must die. So. She... <laughs>
3: They're like, all right, well, so come on, you know, they're convinced. Wendy's like, no, you don't have to do that. You know, it's, I know, I understand what happened. You should have won that talent contest. It wasn't fair that she could throw her voices in two different places. We go back to the stage and this time Eric Cartman's now on stage. And we also did skip a funny line, but this basically Cartman gets ridiculously fat because in the uh, auditions or sorry, the dress rehearsal, Kyle's like, dude, you're so fat that when people walk by, they say. Damn!
4: That's a big fat ass! <laughs> and
5: then
1: somebody <laughs> pops up.
5: God damn, that's a
0: big fat ass. And not
1: right. I'm getting in shape. Carmen, you're such a fat ass that when you walk down the street, people go, God, damn it, that's a big fat ass! No, they don't, you jealous wiggling.
4: God damn, that's a big fat ass. Hey up, <laughs> guys, you guys, I'm gonna hunt.
3: So we get to the end now, yeah, and then now- big Now we get to the end, and Cartman is just huge. So huge that his arms are little T-Rex arms. His legs are little stubs. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a big blob, right? So he's he's on—he's trying to get on stage to get his moment in the sun now. The stage kind of breaks. When the stage breaks at this point, we'll see uh, Garrison eventually does get talked down. He's like, all right, I'm not going to do it. But then
5: Stan reminds (laughs) him. Too late for me. She really it, threw a voice with two puppets? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then that's what reignites his anger. <laughs> he must die. She,
4: she must die.
3: So they then go to shoot Kathy Lee. When Garrison goes to shoot Kathy Lee, that's when Cartman breaks the stage, thereby cutting the stage in half and propelling Kathy Lee Gifford and Kenny up in the air. And Kenny gets killed by a flagpole which is interesting because now through the head however think about this uh remember the episode uh i want to say it's asperger's no no is it asperger's rob schneider is no 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 when kenny dies and, and cartman drinks the chocolate milk and they get on the plane to go and try to get his soul removed,
4: or need about 350,
3: when they go to get the soul removed, which we'll get there, he's on the plane, and they're watching that movie. Uh, at the end, Robert Schneider eats Kenny, and in that montage, they show him die on a flagpole. Did you recall did you, did you know that? <laughs> no, no, yeah. I don't know. I do like, Right off the rails there, but
4: <laughs> basically what I was coming, was, oh, yeah, I remember
3: it was that. on the flagpole. So that's where, where, that's where this flagpole joke started right here in this episode. That's how Kenny died. So, you know, the, the FBI, all the CIA, secret agents, bodyguards, they freak out. Somebody's got a gun. We got to get a ride out of here. So they get Kathy Lee in the truck and they bounce. And the crowd is now disappointed, right? They're upset. Oh, and, um, you know, Carmen's like, and the, the rest of the news people are like, all right, let's go ahead and pack it up.
4: Carmen's like, wait a minute. What, what about me being on TV?
3: Sorry, kid. Callie Lee's gone. We don't care. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Wendy gets up on stage and, you know, she's all like, um, I have here Cartman's essay written by Walden
4: in this essay. All he did was scratch it out.
3: But, you know, what's interesting. This And this, of course, goes with the consumerism thought. Nobody really cared throughout this whole episode. Anytime Wendy tried to explain that Cartman cheated, whether it was uh, a chef or the mayor, or, you know, anybody, I, I, I don't care, whatever, <laughs> that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> They didn't care, because Kathy Lee was coming to town, so that's kind of a, an interesting thought, too, is that people are blind to mm-hmm. celebrities itself, they hold them in such high regard, that it does not matter what you have to do, if you can get a celebrity there in front of you, then they're going to excuse your, you know, unmoral act, wouldn't you agree?
5: Because celebrity power, man, That's disgusting.
3: It is, you know. I was reading the iTunes user agreement, and it said you can't impersonate a celebrity. What?
5: <laughs> yeah, can't,
3: can't impersonate a celebrity. It says that on the iTunes user agreement. Oh well,
5: good it's thing we're not um, on iTunes.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, for those wondering why, yes, I do read the user agreement. Season fifteen, episode one, Human Sentai Pad. You'll exactly.
5: Agreement. You'll fucking you'll, read those. You'll, yeah. You'll, you'll fucking read it after that episode. Nobody reads the agreement. <laughs> Why can't it read?
3: <laughs> so basically, uh, Mr. Garrison, uh, you know, he doesn't or sorry, basically nobody cares that uh Cartman uh cheated. They all disperse, whatever. And uh, you know, Cartman doesn't get to be on TV. But meanwhile, Garrison gets locked up by um Mr. officer Barber, you're you're just fucking nobody got hurt (laughs) even though kenny died
5: Um, kenny's sliding down the pole
3: (laughs) right in the background so they take uh mr garrison to a mental hospital and they're in the mental hospital and then the kids (laughs) are talking to garrison and they're like we hope you can get better and come back (laughs) to school soon And, and mr garrison's like well I think we have to wait a little bit longer for Mr. Hat. And then Mr. Hat pops up in a straight jacket.
6: Well, children, I'd love to. But the doctors say that Mr. Hat needs more therapy. We can still get her. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) raw. Must kill! Must kill! Um,
3: I would like that as a Funko Pop. If somebody can make that happen, Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat in a straight jacket as a three-inch Funko Pop, I think would be hilarious. Um, or if,
5: super sweet.
3: or if you can give me Mr. Hat in a um, straight jacket plushie, where like puppet, where I can stick my hand in Mr. Hat, Mr. Hat, that would be great. If you know where that is online, tell me. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know if you noticed, but I like say Mr. Hat, Mr.
4: Hat, Mr. Hat, Mr. Hat.
3: Um, so Mr. Hat Garrison apologizes the kids for costing the town a chance to be on TV. And then uh, Kyle explains to them, everybody doesn't get to be on TV. But yes, Cartman does get to be on TV. We flash
6: over. Not Cartman. He gets to be on TV anyway. Really? On what? Obesity. Adiposity. Corpulence. Whatever word you use, it represents one thing. Being a big fat ass. We have with us today, live via satellite, Eric Cartman from South Park, who is now so obese, he can't even get out of his house.
1: When is this going to be on the air?
6: Is there anything you'd like to say to people out there?
1: Follow your dreams. You can reach your goals. I'm living proof. Beefcake. Beefcake!
2: He needs to run his ass around the block a few times.
1: Mmm. How about a little more of
4: that good lovin', chef?
2: Damn, woman. I just gave you sweet lovin' five minutes ago. Are you trying to kill me? Cartman is now appearing on a talk show on Geraldo.
3: Um, and Geraldo starts off, he's like, obesity, <laughs> these, these one thing is for certain, these people are fat, and then they go to Eric, and he's in his bed, and he's 900 pounds now, he's
4: huge, and Geraldo says, he's like, is, is, is this on TV, or he says, we just getting
3: and he's like, what do you want to say to all of your
4: followers out there, <laughs> and he says, followers, he, say, <laughs> he says, believe in your dreams. You can't accomplish them. I'm living proof. <laughs> <laughs> follow, you, follow your dreams. You can't achieve them. I'm living proof.
3: And, uh, yeah, Eric, that's how that episode, like, ends. Just like that. Uh, oh, no, no, one more thing, sorry. Chef does fuck Kathy Lee Gifford. And, uh, because it clips over mm-hmm. to the bed and chef's like he needs to put his ass on a treadmill, and then Kathy Giff- <laughs> the the Gifford's like, let's go again, and he's like, damn woman, we just got done five minutes ago. You trying to kill
4: me? So that was kind of a- <laughs> uh-uh,
3: because the whole episode was trying to trying to kill her, and apparently Kathy Gifford is horny for chef. Um, but that was the full episode uh, or season two, sorry, se- episode two or three, however you want to. Look at it of a uh, south Park from season one. What did you think of this
5: overall episode, Mr.
4: Steve Jackson?
5: <laughs> the, it, it's got some awesome, like the god damn it, that's a fat ass, and, you know, and then um, chef at the end, god damn it, woman, I just gave you a little five minutes ago.
3: Yeah, there, there was a lot of good one-liners in this episode for sure. Like, I think I watched this two or three times, and I still didn't do it justice of all the stuff I missed. Like the different times, like Cartman's outside and he's a, he's about to get, you know, he's got like the 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 T-shirt on, and they're like, Cartman, why are you wearing a T-shirt? It's fifty degrees outside. He's like,
4: That's yes, because I'm getting stupid, Beth.
5: Yeah, Beth. Look, his birds are almost bigger than Mom's. That's <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Teddy
3: says. But he, but before he says that, he's like, I just wanted to shit out of my <laughs> 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 belly.
4: Beefcake? beefcake, beefcake,
3: beefcake. Beefcake is very synonymous. This episode, Weight Game Four Thousand, was definitely, I think, a, a cool classic episode of uh, South Park itself. Uh, you know, you got uh, Jimbo being introduced in this episode as the gun distributor. You've got Bebe, which uh, you know she ends up becoming. I guess you might say a side character in later seasons. That she is uh, one half of Wendy's friend, our best friend. If you were part of the, the girls, the girls' group. Um, I was trying to think of else. Mister Garrison, I think, has a pretty big pivotal role in this episode. Right. Um, by the way, I was watching a lot of the Christmas episodes. <laughs> and every Christmas episode Where they do something And there's like a town meeting Mr. Garrison always says Can we get rid of the Mexicans
5: <laughs> every- We also can't forget that that they in- introduced Clyde in this too Don't
3: forget they did. Clyde did inter- we, we got the introduction Of Clyde Donovan Who uh, his mom's gonna die later In a later season I don't want to spoil it if you haven't uh, seen South Park But hopefully by now you have Um, uh, yeah, overall, I think as a comeback episode, episode two, uh, or sorry, episode three, we're labeling this episode too. I'm getting myself confused here. Episode two, weight game 4,000 was a great episode in my opinion. Um, and I can see why this episode, this script was the one to get them picked up. Um, the mayor was also a new character in this episode. So that was another, you know, they're just basically building on side characters in the South Park universe here um i would say out of uh five balls i would say this was a four ball episode how would you rate this on a ball scale
5: i get it four and a half balls
3: four and a half balls out of five yes. scoop jackson well i think that's a good point to stop here for uh episode number uh two well i guess this would be episode number three for us mm-hmm. um so we had the Jesus First Frosty, Jesus First Santa, and the Cartman Gets an Anal Probe episode. We appreciate you guys checking out this episode as well. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, you can follow us on Twitter at SuckMyBallsPod. You can follow us on Facebook at South Park Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Suck my balls pod you can email us at suck pod at gmail.com you can also check us out on anchor.fm slash suck you can check us out on spotify you can check us out on hackerhowmean.podbean.com voices of misery.podbean.com you can follow me on twitter and instagram at matthew underscore schaffer and uh, i think we'll leave you with a scoop how about a tom out tom out to take us away I think that'll do it for us. I hope you enjoyed coming on down to South Park with us. We'll see
6: you next time.
2: (tryk)
4: Eh eh eh
2: Hans Dremi Reiner bläst mit, da Seine lacht Hans hest. Ching chang lu, ching chang lu, ching chang ching lu zu lei.
0: Den jomfru sal i höyen Turm, ching chang ching lu zu lei og ventede ham samt til forn. ching chang ching lu si Men natten gik så trist
2: og lang, i ensomhed til solopgang.
0: ching chang, lu
2: jang lu jing ching chang, ching lu si lej næste dag vi hed Ching chong ching lu si la! De fand den stakkeholde son gør død. Ching chong ching lu si la! Han dækkede var af sne og is, men tør nu op i paradis. Ching chong lu, ching chong lu, ching chong ching lu si la!
5: Det var jo noget ved at nade
2: ting tang
5: for da han tød, blev han våd, lu Men sådan kan vi altså gå, når man går uden huge på, ting-tang-lu, lu, ching chang,
2: lu. Ching chang, ching,
0: Ting, chang, ting, lu
2: til dig Hun kastede sig fra ching chang, ching, de sky, som regner over land og by chang, lu